Hamish was asked what you have to do to gain your gun license in New Zealand, and then what you also have to do to renew it. Here was his response. You must be a fit and proper person. So in order for them to establish that, um, you make application. So before you make your application, you have to have done one of the approved courses, which is usually run by the Mountain Safety Council, and that is on basic safety handling of firearms. So you do that, get a certificate, um, make an application to the police, put your certificate with that, and then they go through and do their process, which is a whole lot of background checking on you, your family, and then they ask for references um, that can vouch for you, vouch for your character, and that you're going to be a good person or responsible person to have a firearm. Yep, so every 10 years, um, you renew it. So again, um, that is now a very similar application process to when you first apply. So it used to be a lesser um, sort of standard because they'd already vetted you and, and sort of um, deemed that you're okay, but now it's a very similar process to the actual initial application. Chris and Hamish were both asked about what they thought about the licence process being given to the Firearms Safety Authority and not the New Zealand Police and the extra costs associated with this. Here were their responses to this question. Um, I guess post the, the mosque shooting in Christchurch, that terrible tragedy that happened, the um, police, I guess, wanted to distance themselves from any potential blame with respect to that. So then the Firearms Safety Authority was born um, out of a raft of new regulations and different changes in the law post that tragedy. Um, so it is, for all intents and purposes, the same as the police. The, the people that were in charge of um, clubs and ranges or the firearms aspect uh, that work for the police are still working for the Firearms Safety Authority, but obviously it's under a different name, a different umbrella. Um, the costs... The costs are actually, I think, reason, quite reasonable with respect to the amount of time and um, effort and processing and everything that goes into the licensing. So, and I, and I guess we're in a we're in a user pays world, so they, it's sort of fear that they recover those costs. I'm not sure the extra costs associated with licensing has been caused by the Firearms Safety Authority. I think it's pretty clear the New Zealand Police didn't resource firearms licensing adequately um, over the last few decades. So having a dedicated firearm safety authority is, is a reasonably sensible approach um, as they'll be resourced and costed and budgeted separately. The extra costs, well, we still don't know what those exactly will be. Um, however, you would hope that they're not going to be sort of 10 times or even five times the current cost. Uh, there is a reasonable argument for saying that the a uh, person who uses the services should be paying for them. It just needs to be ensured that there's adequate um, checks and measures in place to ensure that there's not too many costs or too much padding in the process. Gun licensing laws have been somewhat controversial since the mosque shootings. Here was Chris's opinion on their adequacy. In my opinion, they are adequate as long as they are applied consistently and appropriately. Uh, they have the restrictions on who can have a licence and the age and the of that and they also have a lot of rules around the type of firearms, um, the types of people who are, can safely be licensed to use them. Uh, where they possibly could do with some improvement um, is not so much in the laws but it's in the way that we manage firearms um, in the wider community. Uh, we're, we're sort of putting a lot of emphasis on lawful citizens 
taking proper steps uh, to be compliant with the law where there's a reasonable sized uh, group of citizens who are not complying and there's a black market supply of firearms, there's ones that have been stolen and then sold onto the market and there's other ones that seem to make their way into the country. That has nothing to do with the firearms laws per se but it's to do with enforcement and um, uh, adequate protection at the borders. How does the New Zealand Police ensure compliance with firearms licensing and storage regulations? Well, in the past, it's been when they've done the uh, firearms license, they've inspected your storage, your safe and your ammunition storage, and they've commented on it then. Um, with the move to the New Zealand Firearms Safety Authority, uh, that, um, comp that compliance will, will fall with them. Um, I don't think there's any active measures where the New Zealand Police are working to ensure that uh, people's storage facilities are adequately resourced or adequately set up, um, especially with the, the Firearm Safety Authority taking on primary responsibility for it. I'm however sure if your firearms aren't stored properly and they have to come into the house or they have to come and visit you and you're not storing them adequately, then there will be repercussions with that. Thanks to Chris and Hamish for their valued insights into NZ's gun licensing laws. It has been a great overview of the process. Now it is up to you listeners to make up your mind. Do you think New Zealand's gun licensing laws are adequate?